queens take over here for changing the game. All female ass kickers giving lumps to you lames. Carolina boss lady giving orders cause she run it like a freaking assassin. You won't even see it coming. Got the Texas sports queen repping Houston for days. She's the voice of freaking reason. Keep you stupid at bay. And lastly, it's the Jester Delaware is a home. Talking crap to Jolie, your brains might get blown. And you know Kat and Kayla both the rep in the South. So you ever disrespect, you might get smacked in the mouth. Three women, one vision, podcast with a mission. Leaving haters so pissed, they be stumbling and tripping. Trust me when I tell you, you don't want that smoke. All female trio will make you lose that hope. It's time, so turn it up, let's get ready to go. It's the Queen's Takeover, ladies, start that show. give a rat's ass what all the critics say that wrestlemania backlash is way 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 was way way better than anyone could have anticipated it wasn't your regular filler after wrestlemania with all the mandatory rematches and whatnot that fucking pay-per-view or premium live event select 100 i literally was entertained from the start until the end i mean I even didn't mind the Corbin Mad Cat match. It, it was actually, but yeah. <laughs> it, okay, it went a little bit too long, but so does Roman's entrance. Very true, very, very, very true. <laughs> and and can we at least acknowledge this? Because I will not acknowledge Roman. Cody Rhodes getting sung his theme song is greater than Jericho getting his theme song sung. Uh, let's go to the Cody expert uh fan herself and get that response being the experience of actually hearing jericho's live twice and um hearing it and then having the crowd in wwe universe sing his song um sing cody's it's it rocked out i agree i think you know it's epic to be part of the judas jericho singing along because i've been there but um honestly i cannot wait till the day that i can be part of the crowd when they sing cody's so i mean yeah asked my mom when Jolie made that comment, I even asked my mom, I said, let me ask you, what do you agree? Do you agree on this? Who's him? What does the crowd, what song does the crowd sing better? Judas or kingdom? And she goes kingdom. There ain't no doubts about it. I just wish, yeah, they sung it at AEW sometimes, but just hearing WWE universe sing it just makes it a whole lot more, you know, and noticing that Cody kind of takes it in, like he kind of soaks it in a lot. So yeah, definitely. Um, You know, I've noticed that a lot lately, especially with him and even with Roman, because Roman made that mysterious uh, remark in Trenton over the weekend about, you know, maybe his time is coming up to an end, which in all honesty, I would say if it is true that if he only has like maybe a couple more years, I would be perfectly fine with that because he gave us himself in the most vulnerable of situations with his leukemia and came out the best and baddest heel in WWE modern era. But watching Cody just soak it in and then, you know, seeing the video again from the Trenton show mm-hmm. with the guy dressed as his dad and did the voice like his dad. I heard mm-hmm. about it. I didn't see it. I saw the. Oh, it was it just it was I saw it on Twitter. I thought I retweeted it. I guess I did not. Um 
but it was just amazing. And you just saw him light up and you just saw there, there's a, there is something different about this Cody. This, this version of Cody reminds me of the Cody that started AEW and smashed Triple H's chair. Yep. And much. I agree with somebody that said that, yeah, AEW is Cody's baby. It was his brainchild and he brought on the Bucks, Omega, and all of them. But once Tony took the monetary reins, he kind of became of a prick. What I heard, yeah. You know, and the more, like, yeah, yes, we know. We, we've heard the rumors that there are more WWE superstars going to get released. We've all heard this rumor. It's, it's sadly that time of year. It's spring, summer cleaning. And before people get, oh, my God, they let this person go. Oh, my God, they let that person go. Oh, oh, oh. you guys are not even talking about these half these people like uh, Persia that got just released from NXT. You know, she was in this. The only one that I was like, again, sad about was Dexter. But like, you know, people like, you know, getting mad. What NXT is doing and what they have come out and said, listen. We get it. We understand that you might like some of these people, but if they are not performing up to our levels, they got to go. And, and I actually agree with that. I do. But when you've got guys like Mark Stunt or Marco Stunt, who is arguably the best short man, little flyer, just sitting in the back of AEW doing absolutely nothing, twiddling his thumbs, and then, oh, we're not going to resign your contract. Who, who's the Stu? The, uh, that stew guy from the dark order just let yeah. go yeah like, how the you know and he help. actually agreed to go i think he asked he asked for his release he didn't okay. actually yeah but still he's basically sitting and nobody knows has sunny kiss done anything uh besides aew dark not that i know of because he's got yeah. another match on AEW dark um aew dark coming up but it's like you know People don't bitch about AEW not utilizing, and they're saying, oh, sign Johnny Gargano, sign Cesaro, make them the Jokers, sign this woman, sign that woman, make her the Joker. And I'm just thinking, y'all don't even use what you got. And you get Mm -hmm. mad at WWE when they let people go and pay them while they sit for 30 days. Like, I, I don't understand the mentality. So it's like, so getting back to my original point, just seeing Cody appreciate this this time and i think in all honesty this will be the end of his career i believe yeah with his his last run this is his last run and i think then maybe once that's done he'll settle down with the nightmare academy or maybe even run for politics and be the first whatever he is because i don't know his political affiliation to be there with a giant ass fucking skull tattoo crest on his neck and be like you know what fuck you and I would yeah. love to see him like just start beating the shit out of people in Congress and Senate. Like, you know, well, like, I don't know, Jim Jordan from Ohio, who's a fucking cunt. Um, Marco Rubio. Oh, you're lovely Senator Cruz. Oh, like, hit him I with can, the crossroads. He can have him. You can, can come crossroads, the Falkhorn Lakehorn, the governor Lin- of Lin- South Carolina. Or Lindsey Graham <laughs> or Miss Lindsey, you know. Like, I just, yeah, like, exactly. Oh, my God. I'm just like, I, I just, there's, there's something different about this version of Cody and I've not mm. yet seen broken skulls, which I have to, but like, you know, like this is just such a different 
vibe even with brandy on on instagram and twitter like they just seem like they are unshackled like they seem completely different from when they were at aew and i don't know what it is is it because it's like that, a load was like off their shoulder shoulders and stuff like that yeah and i love when he said because he just said like i don't want to gatekeep and like you know that was so like telling that you know he didn't want to be the one that you know people had to like get over on but he was and i don't think that was his call i think i think that was tony khan's call or omega's call but like you know and i I will say this hey um i I know you guys want to live in nostalgia of the undisputed era but y'all couldn't come up with a different you know name the disputed elite Oh, it lives now. on. It lives on, I guess. Well, that's okay. Now, every time I see UE, I think of Uber Eats. <laughs> <laughs> like, my oh, God, that, that is some lazy ass shit. All right. And on that note, <laughs> let's get it with the kickoff right, match. That let's, match. Get into, let's get into these damn matches. Holy shit. Okay. So we knew that this one between Cody and Rollins was going to and a little hinky because we're probably going to get a trilogy out of it. Number one, Kayla, you and I were saying this on the text message and everything. Uh, he couldn't find the... He had to bring the same WrestleMania outfit back? I wasn't looking. I was like, wait a minute. Why does he... What is he wearing? And then mom goes, um, that's what he wore at WrestleMania. Then I saw someone on Twitter that says, is he repeating history? Is he thinking if he wears it again, he's going to get a win or something? Or right? Just, no, he's probably just going to lose again. Um, yeah, you repeated history. You lost two times in a row wearing the same outfit. And then someone um, has said, I guess Becky told him he couldn't raid the closet no more. So he... <laughs> um, man, oh but God. yeah, that was crazy that he came out the same thing. But um. I admit that was one hell of a match to kick off backlash. Um, and I kind of found it funny, like how multiple attempts they tried to do the pedigree. And a part of me just wanted to come out there, just wanted Triple H to come out there, but whoa, 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 y'all doing it wrong. This is how you, this is how to you do it. it. <laughs> no, but um, I mean, they threw everything at each other crossroads, Cody cutters, curb stomps, um, just everything. And then the fact just seeing, and then Seth trying to roll him up and get, you know, get the tights. And then Cody's like, nope, this is how you do it. Rolled it over and got the win. And Seth's just sitting there like, how could you? Mom says, oh, here comes the mental breakdown. Go home, sit with Becky. You all have a mental breakdown together. Recuperate, set up your next match, which at this rate will probably be hell in a cell. Probably. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but I was, they, they killed it. That we mean, obviously the WrestleMania part one was heck of a match um second one's even better and i know the third one's going even better so and seth don't wear the same thing if you have to blindfold becky and go steal stuff out of her closet or something or create something new just find another because we don't need you to win i mean i don't want you to win because i want cody to win but don't wear the same thing that you sweated in before and lost twice it doesn't just if if you throw some money, extra money at Mikazi, I'm pretty sure he, he can hook you up with something decent again. But 
exactly i I mean i know becky and sasha's probably you know really good friends out so she might sasha's husband might work out a deal for you so yeah exactly (laughs) yeah oh my god but i guess i really do like the blue i did like the blue um but it just didn't like really like the i don't know the more you looked at it it just kind of looked like i don't know almost like they were sewed out of hose like he like stole becky's hose or something and created his own pants i don't know but i do like the blue i do like the blue boa and it's just his laugh and just his crazy walk here lately his walk to the ring is probably about worse as undertaker's entrance so uh (laughs) but i did like the blue i will give you credit on that i do like the blue but seth find something new you got time till hell in a cell to create something else there's plenty of fashion designers out there too exactly uh all right uh seth's uh number one roaster well, number one, yeah, seeing him come out with his Cookie Monster skinned coat and the same leather and lace costume, I, I, I think, you know, he was trying to really live the moment of WrestleMania. Uh, however, I think if you want to get into the head of Cody, you need to start coming back out, go to your Rusa shield again. You know, I mean, I, I think go back to your darker roots, become that evil incarnate bastard that worked with Triple H. You know, you want to have this this mega feud with Cody and his biggest beef was with Triple H. Well, you know what? Here, be be the person that Triple H molded. Be the arch- architect again. Be that devious bastard. Start dressing that way again and stop dressing like you went to a gay dollar store. For fuck's sake, dude. But other than that, um, the back and forth, Seth doing dreams patented punches it was just the best kickoff match uh for any show in a while in my opinion this was definitely my match of the night i believe second is a tie and i will talk to about those when we get to those matches but yeah no this was my match of the night um seth and cody absolutely killed it you know, their first match was a little slower because, you know, it's the real first time of them being in ring together. They kept everything really hush hush. And when you keep things hush hush like that, you really don't have a chance to integrate and work well in the ring. And for the love of God, whoever said Cody Rhodes has not wrestled in six years. What the fuck? And yes, I get it. Technically, Cody Rhodes has not wrestled in six years. Cody has because he didn't go by Cody Rhodes in AEW, but still that was a stupid fucking remark from the commentary team. And I forget who the fuck said it. Well, I mean, I think uh, Corey had to, someone got, I'm not sure who either, but it was, they corrected it. Corey has, I think Corey had to correct it. Yeah. Cause I was like, why the fuck would you, okay. And then somebody said, I'm like, well, technically, they're right. I'm like, God damn it. Stop using WWE logic. Um, but no. The fact that, like, you know, I didn't think that Seth and Cody would have um have gotten this type of chemistry this fast. Um is a credit to both the performance and the absolute skillfulness that these two have in ring and out of ring to work and get things together because again, that match. That's how you start off a pay-per-view. That that was definitely a chef's kiss. 
Now, I mean, the only my only issue with WrestleMania backlash, just take out the fucking WrestleMania, just call it what it is, backlash, or switch it up, Judgment Day, you know, Mm -hmm. or Revenge, something like that. Just stop calling it WrestleMania backlash because what's next? SummerSlam backlash? God forbid. Jeez Louise. Okay. Uh, Omos and Lashley worth talking about or pass? Um, that was probably my least favorite match of the night. And but I did like this. I did like the one part where uh, Lashley goes after MVP and then you know Omos palms palms his head like a freaking basketball. So, but uh, I. I think uh, Bobby Lashley needs to make friends with Veer because my God, can that man dress? Right. He's been on some shit on Twitter. And also did we, did you guys know that he starred in a Disney fucking movie? Huh? Yeah. The guy Which that one? Um, I'll look it up. Uh... Okay. While you're looking it up, Kayla, your thoughts on the match? If any, <laughs> That match I thought could be a little bit better than what it was, um, but I do have to agree with Jolie. The fact that um, Lashley did get his hands on MVP for that short amount of time was hilarious. I'm waiting for the match. So the next match, however it goes down, I don't know. Um, But honestly, I think Lashley does need to find him some allies, even if it's not beer. I don't know. I'm pretty sure Sheldon Benjamin and Cedric's tired of being beat the crap out of every week by different people. So maybe, <laughs> maybe go sweet talk to them. Maybe they'll join your forces because obviously Omos and VM, v, VMP. Uh, MVP. MVP. Yeah, MVP is, you know, a little preoccupied with that. But I need right. some reinforcements, dude. You need them. Um, but <laughs> hey, it, it was okay. I mean, it could have been better. Only reason I think uh, Omos got the upper hand is because Lashley got knocked in the head with that stupid cane. So, yeah, fuck you, MVP, man. Okay, okay so I don't think it was an actual movie, but he uh, won something called the Million Dollar Arm. Um, okay, and he was a pitcher for the Pittsburgh Pirates. There? Yes, I heard something about that. Yeah. Wow. So uh, he became, he won the million dollar arm competition in 2008 and became the first Indian to play professional baseball um, after making his league debut in 2009 for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Nice. Uh, After he parted ways with the Pirates in 2016, he appeared in the Dubai tryouts in 2018 and has gone from there. I I swear I saw something about Disney, but I guess maybe I was wrong about that, or maybe they may, were going to make a movie about that. I don't know, but still, the fact that this guy was a baseball player, and you know, imagine that man throwing a fucking baseball, looking the way he looks now. <laughs> I don't oh think there would God. be a person in the league that would be like, "Nah, dude." He's like the Indian Fabio right now. Like he's just got the glorious hair. Like mm-hmm. he is a gorgeous, gorgeous human being. And I like that's coming from a lesbian, but still, I mean, he's a gorgeous human being. 
I, I just, you know, it's like, it's just so weird to see like, you know, him on like, you know, doing these soft photo shoots and then comes out like a fucking monster. I, I just need, you know, either him to go against uh, almost again, or just, I don't know, maybe have the great colleague come in and be a mentor or something like that. That'd be kind something. of that's something and everything. Oh, before we get to the next match, but uh, to talk about um, setting the Twitter on fire, uh, Tiffany, our dear friend Tiffany Nieves. Uh, damn, honey, are you trying to burn Twitter down? Mommy, I mean, Ooh. mommy. Yes, I, I said left. that because you fucking hot girl. Yeah, it, it, shit. It's like we're proud of you, honey. It's like, damn, she's done so much in such a little time since her debut and everything, and props to her. Fuck the princessa shit. It's like, she's about to be La Reina. <laughs> oh, man. I just had to bring that up, because I saw that the other day. And I was like, no, okay, I'm, I'm proud of her. Um, didn't one of her friends just sign with WWE's tryouts? I know one of her AEW. She's there's somebody from AEW that she worked with, that's Nate or that she did indies and is working. But I think that's somebody she signed. But like, yeah, she has come a long way, and I am very proud of her. Just like Bougie, I am so proud of him too. Like he has been, his Twitter oh, yeah. feud has begun. Like him, PJ, all those guys, and we definitely need them back on because they're fun as fuck. Oh yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> um. But yeah, no. And, ho- uh, and hopefully we can get to the other half of that next week. <laughs> Let, let's see. Yeah, let's see for sure. All right, Edge and AJ. I am so glad they did the remake of that backlash poster with Edge. That was fucking cool as hell. <laughs> I love when they re- remake classic um, posters like that because number one, it's a takeoff one of the greatest horror mil- films the shining was with, uh, with uh by stephen king with jack nicholson mm-hmm. right absolutely iconic absolutely just grabs your attention and edge is the perfect person to pull it off and mm-hmm. i'm going to say this and it breaks my heart to say this because i am a malachi black fan even though i don't watch aew i love tommy i love the house of black i'm a member of the house of black however Y'all Varsity Blue, whatever that chick's name is, and Julia. Julia, you Julia Otter, oh, Julia Hart. And y'all had that as your heel turn for her, and she couldn't even go through. You've been doing this for five months now. And tonight we have the debut of the dark, edgier fucking Rhea Ripley. That was insane. That was that okay. So before all right, hold on, time out. Before we get to the end of the match, let's actually get to the match itself. So, Kayla, not taking the end, the end into consideration yet and everything. What did you think about the match itself before everything went haywire? I honestly thought it was a decent match. Um, I love AJ and I love Edge. You know, two of you know, your favorites going at it. Um, I just... I feel like it's going to be another part of AJ coming out that, you know, we haven't seen. So, obviously, it must, like, you know, and I'll jump back to Monday Night Raw. It was kind of awesome just to see, you know, AJ have Finn come to a side 
and they do the two suite. So mm-hmm. um, AJ's got you know backup now, but um, I'm it was all right. It wasn't a good match. They put on a good match. Maybe not as good as WrestleMania itself, but I actually enjoyed watching this match because, like I said, that's two people I like in the match. So I mean, right? I was happy. Oh, excuse me. I was happy either way. So I had to give it a rating, to be honest with you. I'd give it maybe about a three and a half. Because like I said, it was good, but then it had its ups and downs. And then it just had its, you felt like something more was missing. So, hey, I enjoy the match. I just love watching those two in the ring because, you know, there it was almost like um, Seth and Cody, like they threw everything they could at each other. Right. You know, didn't give it up, you know, didn't, you know, stop fighting. So, right. Heck, you're messing with a rated R superstar. Of course, he's going to throw everything he can. And you got the phenomenal. So he's going to throw everything he can. So, of course, yeah. No, but it's like, yeah, definitely wasn't as good as WrestleMania. Definitely was not as good as WrestleMania and everything, but it still lived up. And of course, it's like um, AJ had to sell the injuries and everything, but it's like, damn, yeah, they threw, they, they threw everything at each other, including the kitchen sinks. It's, yeah, I totally agree with you on that. So, Jolie, match itself. Match itself was everything that I expected it to be. Um, I don't understand why there wasn't a DQ called for um, Damien for being out there because he was not supposed to be out there. There should have been technically a DQ, but you know you had Finn come out and do do his thing. And okay. um, but still, yeah, no, like that was like my one. Like, wait a minute, he's banned from ringside. That should be an automatic DQ. So that's yeah. why. I, you would think, but but you know, but you know, like I said, back and forth. This was um, half of my second place favorite match of the night. Um, so, okay. or my second favorite match of the night. So, Cody, this one, and then one more is like the top, my top three. But yeah, no, this was just everything I wanted, um, and I do feel like we are finally getting something that we have wanted in wwe and that's a small incarnation of the bullet club in there because you did get the two sweet moment on raw and mm-hmm. i feel with you know the way he has been portraying i'm, I'm glad to see finn stepping more into the face role because somebody's oh he's gonna turn on aj no motherfuckers are you that stupid no, 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 no. I liked what somebody said. This and this is something, and I think we should have the first intergender war games. And we should have Mustafa Ali, AJ Styles, okay, Finn Balor, Liv Morgan right. versus Damian Priest, Edge, Rhea Ripley, and Tomasa Champa. Oh, you trying to kill me? That'd be one hard. Whose side am I choosing? <laughs> Again, if this match ever happened, we will go to my default programming. Everyone wins. <laughs> the fans win, the fans win. Okay, so end of the match. So towards the end of the match, Damien Priest comes out, then takes care of him. Stranger pops up, ends up costing AJ the match. And like Jolie said, Edgy or Rhea with new hair. Two. Mommy, to bring out the I'm edge. sorry, Daddy? I'm sorry, Mommy? that's a lesbian in her that was not just the lesbian in me that was the lesbian every fucking woman in that fucking place because i heard panties (laughs) drop men as well i mean 
everybody just was fucking like, holy shit. And one of the, the people I follow, like, oh my God, step on me, daddy. I'm like, oh Lord. But yeah, I agree with that one. Uh, no, that was just, it's about fucking time we get to see this version of her. Uh, don't get me wrong. I love the blonde hair, but it's it's time that she had to, I think it's finally time she broke away from that. Like 100% broke away from the whole blonde thing and been completely different and separate entity from what she was. You know, when back when she was being compared to Charlotte and the way of her looks and all that stuff, like now she's completely broken away from that. She's now, I, now I think I finally see Rhea as Rhea, as the nightmare. And now it's like, okay, now I want matches with Rhea versus Bianca, Rhea versus Shayna, Rhea versus Rhonda, Rhea versus Becky, Rhea versus Asuka, this version of Rhea. Because I think, think, you know, in my nerd mind, she has finally met her mega evolution as a Pokemon and is now Nightmare Rhea Ripley. This is Nightmare Rhea Ripley. And how'd, you bring poke- how'd you bring Pokemon into this? Because I was thinking evolution. So in my head, it came to Pokemon. Okay. I, 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 I'll take your word for it because I know shit about Pokemon. <laughs> I'll have to take your fucking word for it for real. Oh man. But it's like we knew it's like we knew that this was coming because you heard all the rumors about Rhea joining up with Judgment Day and everything. But it's like, Caleb, you could not have anticipated this. Not in a million years. I know something dark with Rhea is gonna happen, just the way she cut that promo um on Raw that night. Um and then when we saw the hooded figure. Mom's like, who is that? I said, and she stepped back and I said, that's Rhea fucking Ripley. And she goes, what? And then she stepped back and how she stood, you know, how Rhea, you know, always tilted her head with her hands down. Mom says, that is Rhea. And she says, what's going on? And he's like, and someone's like, he, and they're like, he, she. I'm like, that's a she. And then when she, he, yeah, that's a she, yeah. Yeah. And uh, he, she got in there and, stepped down and it was just the uh moment when she lifted up the hood and we're like damn the rock and the black hat uh black hair so this is this is gonna be epic and then mom kind of made a funny where edge was looking at her was looking at her and he just did that little tongue out just shook his head and i was like mom goes i remind me of brock lesnar and the undertaker when they were in the ring just laughing and sticking her tongue at each other like ha 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 like it was kind of like that thing like i got her i got her what's next um now, um, more than likely, with that being true, I'm um, I'm intrigued to seeing what's next. But um, now I want to see Damian Priest, Edge, and Rhea versus AJ Styles, Finn Balor, and Love Morgan. Because you I think need we're getting more. that. We're getting that. I think we're yeah. getting that, especially with what she tweeted. Yep, and I'll take it. And for once, I would say I love both sides of this, but. Uh, for once, I would have to stick with a. Uh, I'd have to go with Finn's side for once. I mean, it would be hard because I love both for sides. For once, for once, what the hell are you talking about? Hey, for what? How many times Julie, I picked over Julie, him? Did you hear this shit? <laughs> yeah, I know. I can't wait for the day that Finn fights Cody Rhodes and she's like is stuck in malfunction mode. I'm going with Finn. No, Cody. Finn, Cody. Finn, Cody. 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 No, it's gonna be one of those. Let's go, Cody. Let's go, Finn. Let's go. No, no. She's just gonna call him Fitty. Let's go, Fitty. 
God forbid if she actually watched the match, if she was there in person to watch the match, well, she would have a sign it, for both sides. Well, do you, did you look how hard it was for me when he went up to get cross? Valor. Oh, I know. <laughs> and for once it was hard for me and I honestly stuck with my gut. You know, I would have been happy if cross would have got it back, but you know, I was going with my gut Finn. I mean, it's been Finn. And then it might be Cody over Finn because it technically was Cody before Finn. So it's kind of hard, but I love both. So I know, I know, I know. Kayla has her favorites. <sighs> and I love how it, it was interesting how they split up this. It was it was six matches all together throughout the night. And it's like they split it up. First half Raw, second half SmackDown, which has been mostly a lot of some people consider it the A show now. Okay, so Jolie, I'm taking a shot in the dark at this. Um, your third match on that list and everything, would that happen to be Charlotte and Rhonda? Yes. I fucking love that. I love that they did throwbacks to Russell uh to the Sasha Charlotte match. Oh my god, that's still the best bank statement ever. Um I love that they brought back the kendo stick incident from Survivor Series. I just, the, this match was 10 times better than their match at WrestleMania. Again, it was not their fault. They tried to force that match within a short amount of time. What should have happened with that? And I'm going to just explain this how if I was the one doing this. I would have had cryptic Ronda tweets directed at Charlotte leading up to the Royal Rumble. Then you have the music hit. Then you have Ronda come out and clean house. That's how you would have gotten people interested if they were already beefing on Twitter. Oh yeah, that's that's true. Because there was no beef. And everybody's like, well, she's going to go after Becky. That that makes more sense. And, you know, us logical, smart people are like, no, it's going to be Charlotte. And because Becky and Bianca have this great storyline that has been going on for months. And you don't want to interrupt the flow. But I did like the fact that Becky threw a little dig at Bianca. And then Bianca dug back at her tonight. But Becky was kind of correct she's been on every pay-per-view as the champion defending that title in some way shape or form and i don't understand why they couldn't have had bianca somehow on this card i get it that it's only six matches but you could have taken out the madcap and corbin match for bianca for some type of even if it was a squash match Right. Did, hold on. I'm I'm sorry to interrupt. Did you see the uh, Did you see the tweet Becky sent? The little back and forth with Becky and Bianca. Yeah, they're probably setting up for them in Hell in the Cell. No, no, no. Because uh, Becky was like, going, yeah, yeah, that's true." Okay, go ahead. <laughs> sorry, but it's like you know, I I understand they deserve a break and all that stuff, but that match, like this match with Charlotte and Ronda, was ten times better. And, you know, with it, it, the only sucky thing was it was the only woman's match on the card. That was my, that was actually my main issue with this card. Other than that, everything was fine. I mean, yes, I know you had 
Sasha throwing up the first pitch up in Boston, but she could have taken a car down. You could have had her and Naomi fight fucking Shayna and Natty for the tag titles and have them beat Shayna and Natty to retain the tag titles. But, you know, only one woman's match on the card when the women have been fucking killing it week in and wake out. I mean, I guess you got to stroke some of the men's egos because they are a little fragile at times. But still, I think it was just a little travesty that there was only one major female match on this card. But like, you know, you had Ronda with the kendo sticks beating the crap out of her. And then the end sequence with her in the chair and just like hearing Charlotte say, I quit. It was something, you know, you never thought you'd hear her say. Like, you know, even after her, like her last woman standing match with Becky back in 18, like that match was brutal, but this match was worse than that. Like, I mean, brutal brutality wise. Right. So that's why, like, you know, while Cody and Seth was my match tonight, the edge and the, this one was just, it's just, I can't pick my favorite attitude. That's why it's tied. And then, you know, I just loved everything about this match and just everything that, it was meant to be for WrestleMania. So, but again, I think it's hard when you've got to go after somebody like Becky and Bianca when they put on the most absolute banger of a match at WrestleMania. But again, like I said, it was just frustrating that this was the only woman's match and, you know, you had Rhea pop up, but that's it. From what I heard, I don't know how accurate this is. From what I heard, the only reason why this was the the reason why this was the only women's match on the card was because Vince wanted the sole focus to go on this match because their WrestleMania match did not get a lot of praise. It was very, very, very overshadowed as it should have been. And so he just wanted for women's wise and everything. He just wanted like straight focus because anything that. Sasha and Naomi did and Bianca did and everything would have overshadowed it once again. That that's what I heard. That's what I heard about that and everything. But uh yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, I totally agree with you. This was way, 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 way better. And you never thought I'd hear Charlotte Flair quit. It's just like damn. I know it was it was now I, I will say this. I know they said that she had a broken radius bone. Whether that's true or not, don't know. Could be true. But um, I kind of hope that we get a certain wacky list tube woman back that goes ding dong on Friday to step up to be the first challenger. Or I kind of hope that Lacey Evans steps up to be the first challenger because I am actually honestly loving this this incarnation. This is the incarnation of Lacey Evans that should have been there from the start. Right. And I like that she is in, she is a face and, but she, she's going back to her roots as military. And I absolutely fucking love it. So uh, whether Bailey returns this Friday, we'll find out. Um, But, you know, Charlotte has like Becky been literally carrying the women's division on SmackDown. Like Becky's been carrying the division on raw for a long time and if she if she's just wants a break she's earned the break let her take some time off let her come back survive uh, uh summer slam we'll see what happens and go from there just let you know if she wants time off give her the time off she deserves it but rick i'm gonna say something right now i'm, I'm gonna preempt any type of fucking strike you put out there shut the fuck up 
stop tweeting whatever it is that you're going to tweet and just let Ashley have this time to herself with her and Andrade. Let her have a fucking vacation and not have to worry about your dumb ass. That's all. Kayla, floor is yours. <laughs> um, Ronda and Charlotte was definitely better than um, their official WrestleMania match. Um, this was kind of hard because, you know, part of you like have to have, you know, you got to choose. It's like, do I want Charlotte to win? Do I want Ronda to win? So it was a match. I was happy either way. Um, they threw everything they could at each other. And I absolutely love this match. They put on one hell of a show. Um, and then, and I just thought it was crazy. Just like how it was like, you give up never bitch, you know, just, just, <laughs> and it's like, and at the end, you know, towards it where they kept going at each other, natural selection, you know, through everything they could think of, um, there for a minute when Charlotte put the figure eight in, I'm thinking, oh, great. This is it. Yeah. You know, this is it. And then, and then when she said never picks up the chair and just, I was like, okay, she got out of it. Yeah. And then she brought the chair up and um Charlotte set the chair up. And when she sat there and said, Happy Mother's Day, I knew something that was not going to go well. And then Rhonda ended up putting her in the chair and she's like, No, I don't give up. And then Rhonda's like, that's what I that's what I wanted to hear, bitch. And she pulls her back into it and you just hear, I'm like, oh my God, I quit, I quit. I'm like, this is well, you know, awesome match. So I'm happy for Rhonda. It just, you know, I felt like, you know, um, like we said, the first match was not built up at all. It wasn't. And um, and I believe, honestly, that was Rhonda's WrestleMania moment, you know. And now who's next? You know, if it's Lacey, this Lacey Evans, I'm, you know, I'm intrigued. I'm waiting, you know, waiting for her to get the opportunity. And Miss Bailey, I am missing you. I know you want to come back. I just, yeah, come back, girl. It just feels kind of strange without her not being there. But hey, who's next? But who's next? So, uh, fun fact: (laughs) Mikazi made um, Rhonda's gear. Nice, cool. No wonder why he couldn't do stats. Okay, uh, going back earlier with Cody, uh, someone tweeted out, it was actually Jimmy Smith who said, Cody's in incredible shape for being away from WWE for six years, no ring rust at all. And then it was Corey Graves who uh, corrected him saying, it's not like he hasn't been wrestling. Okay. Okay, okay. So, all right. So it was just a stupid. All right, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't want to talk about this match too much and everything, but I just want to get a, get a rating for it. Kata. Kayla, Kayla, <laughs> I've had a long day myself too. Kayla, Madcap and uh, Corbin, what what a rating! That was actually my. Let's get up and go to the bathroom. Let's unload the dishwasher. Let's load the dishwasher. Let's clean up from dinner match. Um, even pop some popcorn. So, um, I'm glad Madcap Moss was actually able to get the win over Corbin. But if I had to give it a rating. I'd give it a solid one because it was honestly, I don't know. Honestly, it was really a waste of time, really. Like Jolie stated, what was the point of having that match on there, really? Um, okay, fine. I'll give it a three. Um, but no, it was just a waste of match. Like I said, it was my 
use the bathroom, take the dogs out, um, unload the 